Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. You ever watch that show Hoarders or see people hoarding stuff and you're just like, oh my goodness, you are gross. How in the world do you live like that? I have a real problem because my dad was kind of like that Mm -hmm. Uh, when I was in like middle school. Our, yeah. our backyard looked like Sanford and Son. Oh, my goodness. And and so that gives me anxiety. When I see stuff mm-hmm. like that, I get real. Uh. I noticed it, your desk is like the neatest desk here. There's no clutter anywhere. Okay. You but see my car. <laughs> okay. I admit I am that person when I see people living like that where they can't even move through their homes. There's right. no pathway. They're hoarding everything. I am going to admit that I judge um, really? I do. I'm like, you are a gross person. You need help. How can you live this way? What's wrong with you? And then, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was in my room and I was just laying on my bed and I was looking around at the shoes, the makeup, the handbags. Right. And I'm like, Jess, you are a hoarder. Now, you are no different from the people you judge. Now, hold on a second. I mean, there's a difference between having a lot of shoes. Like, mm-hmm. I know certain people who will go without being named right now who may have like 15, 20 pair of shoes stacked in a closet or on the shoe tree or something like that. And for me, that's excessive. But <clears throat> that's, are we okay. talking more than that? Let me tell you, let me break it down for you. I have shoes under my bed. I have shoes under my makeup table. I have stacks of boxes of shoes that are, you know, shoes still in the box that are stacked up. I have a basket of shoes. I I have shoes everywhere. Um, Are these uh, shoes that you wear all the time? These are these are items I cannot bear to part with. Like, okay. and it, it, it doesn't stop with the shoes. It is the makeup. Like my my sister <laughs> told me the last time she came to my house eons ago, she told me, uh, "Your makeup table looks like a makeup counter at a department store." Okay. Um, but my point is, you know, I realized I judge people for their excessive <laughs> hoarding. Uh-huh. And mine is no different. It just looks a little more organized. You know, but it is still hoarding. Yeah. Um it's interesting you say that because I look at that situation as and I'm uh, please understand when I say this, hypocrisy. Okay? I know that's a I harsh word. No, but I get it. But <laughs> I'm the same way. A a long time ago, I was watching a TV show and it bothered me because of the subject matter on the TV show. I I don't like that. I don't Mm -hmm. like this. You're pushing your agenda and I'm not going to put up with that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to change the channel. And so I did. I changed the channel and I started watching something that I wanted to watch. (laughs) Which You have uh, that right. I'll be honest with you, that that TV show was uh, The Sopranos. (laughs) Uh, and so after all was done, my wife, I love her. And she said, uh, so you didn't like the first show because of it went against your moral code. It made mm-hmm. you uncomfortable. I said, yeah. And she said, so you feel better about watching Tony Soprano whack people. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh I, my goodness. I see we, where you're going with this. Us and our sinful nature. <laughs> you know, we have the audacity to... 
judge other people. And I'm not like calling you out personally. I'm mainly talking about myself because I just sat there that day that I noticed all of Uh my belongings. And I just sat there and just thought about how I have the audacity to call out other people, Mm -hmm. point out other people's sin. Mm -hmm. And I think I am just like, Miss Perfect. Like, I know that I'm not Miss Perfect, but... Oh, I don't we, sin like you do. Right. So therefore, my sin, I'm going to rationalize my sin. <laughs> right. I've got reasons, but there can't be any good reasons why you sin the way you do. Right. Shame on you. I know. But we all we all are sinners. I've read this somewhere. Hang on. I think, I know, <laughs> I think I've read this somewhere. We're all sinners. Yes. And we all sin in different ways. I think... I think one of the things is is that when we criticize somebody else about what they're doing, mm-hmm. it helps us feel a little better about is what that what we're it doing. is? Is that what it, you know? What I, I really think that's what it boils down to. If I take the focus off of me and my sin and right. what I'm doing, and I'm criticizing you, then I don't have to try to fix myself. I don't have to work on myself. I don't have to yeah. think about all of my flaws. And that's so wrong. You know. <laughs> But here's the interesting thing. One of the things that God tells us is that he loves us exactly as we are. Mm-hmm. Okay? You and your shoe hoarding. Okay. And me and me, <laughs> me and my choice of watching Tony Soprano do things that he shouldn't be doing. Forget okay? about it. <laughs> so he loves us exactly where we are. But the one thing I think is positive out of this is that you came to realize that that your perception, your collection, let's call it a collection. Oh. <laughs> your collection of shoes, et cetera, makeup, may, it, it bothered you, right? It's Did it sit a little uncomfortable on your heart? It sat a little uncomfortable, not enough to make me stop collecting. <laughs> not yet. Let me just throw that in there. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> we'll talk about that next time. Um, but I think when when we realize that there's something that is unsettling on our hearts, that's God's way of saying, I love you exactly as you are, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean I want you to stay the way you are. Right. I want you to keep trying to improve. Mm. You know, none of us uh, have reached perfection. Have you? Oh, my goodness. No. Never no. will. I have. I, uh, I'm close. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> close to what? But, <laughs> um, but there are things that I think on a regular basis, God... When when we're ready, when God knows that we're ready to look at it and examine ourselves, God taps us on the heart and says, hey, you know, this is something I'd like you to work on right now. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's, you know what, now it's time for you to start thinking about how much you smoke. Ooh. For some people, it's like, now let's talk about how much you eat. Not to get really uncomfortable. That, um, not uncomfortable, but it, it hurts. Yeah. And listen, <laughs> guys... There are things that we look at online that are inappropriate. And there are times when God will put on your heart, you know what? It's it's time for you to make an effort to improve. And I think that's one of the main things is that there's always room for us to improve. Looking at ourselves, when we examine ourselves, that's very uncomfortable. And you know what? It's work. And who wants to work at examining right. yourself? Nobody really wants to go yeah. through that. And so that's just God saying, hey, I'm here. And that's the nice thing is that when we pray and say, hey, God, you know, I really don't like the fact that I do this or that or the other thing. God guarantees that he's like, okay, I'll help you. 
Yeah. Seek me and I will give you the strength to deal with whatever it is you're dealing with. Yeah. I'll find a way through it for you, with you. With you. I think another thing that I know I'm trying to do this personally is take inventory of my flaws. Not and I when I say take inventory of my flaws, I don't mean to sit and just criticize everything that's wrong about you because right. who wants to do that? Right. But when I say that, I mean take inventory of your own flaws and pray about those things that you need to work on within yourself, those things that you are praying that God will help you with. Yeah. Because we spend a whole lot of time criticizing other people and pointing out other people's flaws and mistakes. Just like I talk about the people on hoarders and, oh my goodness, how can you live like that? When, oh my goodness, I live in a whole bucket of sin myself. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if we spend more time seeking God's guidance and help for our own sins, starting within then that can help us to understand other people and quit pointing out other people's flaws and sins. I know that if I look inward and I'm being self-examining, I really don't have time or the energy to be critical of other people. Mm -hmm. I got my hands full looking at what I've got to deal with, right? (laughs) And I'm thinking, hang on a second, I'm seeing a reoccurring theme here. I I think this is also something I've read (laughs) work on the plank in your own eye before dealing with the speck in somebody else's. (laughs) All right, let me ask you one other uncomfortable question, if I may. Oh, my goodness, okay. Why do you think you have this desire to buy all these shoes and all the makeup? Why do you think you do that? They make me happy. Okay. okay, Honestly, I I could sit here and say, you know, those shoes are pretty. Um, The makeup makes me feel good. Um, When you look good, you feel good. Which I agree with that. All of those things are true. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't buy the things that make you happy. I'm not saying you shouldn't put on the makeup if it makes you feel pretty and makes you feel nice. But I think especially during the course of last year's quarantine and pandemic, I done, y'all, I had extra time to shop. (laughs) And the truth of the matter is, when I was shopping and when I got a package delivered to my house, uh-huh. I felt a rush. I yeah. felt so good. I felt like a void had been filled. I get and that. And I would even, this is even, this is, this is so hard to admit, but there were days I would have quiet time and I would have my time with Jesus and I felt fulfilled. I right. had my time with the Lord. I felt fulfilled. But when that doorbell rang (laughs) and UPS dropped off my package, Mm -hmm. I think the high I got was like, it didn't feel like the quiet time I had. Right. And when I started to notice, wait a minute, you were getting way too excited about this package from UPS dude than your time you had with Jesus. You need to check your heart, girlfriend. Well, yes. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to say, no, 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 you're fine. Mm-hmm. I agree with what you're saying. Um, and in my own personal life, I will admit that I have a uh, an extravagant collection of things. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand that because the thrill of hunting for the bargain, of finding that one thing that I really wanted and then negotiating the price and haggling the price and then walking away with it 
felt like this See, victory. I'm getting all happy just thinking about that. Really? <laughs> like <laughs> the Lord is still working on me, y'all. <laughs> I think there's a word for this. I think it's <clears throat> addiction. Anyway, um, but you know what? Not kidding. Uh, I believe that individuals who have addictions go through the exact same thing. And maybe we're identifying some for our own selves. But there is the the pursuit of that thing that you wanted, finding it, attaining it, and then possessing it. It is a rush. Mm-hmm. But the question comes in is, are we as a whole – are we using the the tangible things of this world to fill some kind of a void in our heart? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's the key to a lot of, and not all, but I think it's a key to a lot of substance abuse issues like alcohol and drugs. Ooh, yeah, I get that. Is that there's something going on within us that is making us unhappy. There's this this void. There's this like, I need something more. I'm not satisfied. I'm not happy. I'm not content. Mm -hmm. Contentment is something I work on all the time. Yeah. And so we use going shopping or we use eating too much, guilty. We use buying. We use uh, sex. We use all of these things to fill the void. And I think it's because those things are tangible. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, however, I've experienced this in my own life, and and I can't say, well, this is what you should do, but I've experienced it. Is when there is real, earnest time in prayer with God, I have felt a satisfaction, a peace, a contentment that actually surpasses what I feel from the tangible things. But what is so much in our humanity is, while I have felt that amazing contentment in my relationship with God, 10 minutes later, I'm I'm going back to the tangible (laughs) stuff, to the things of the world. That's who we are. Yeah. That's one of the things I think when God says, we're all sinners. Mm -hmm. It's just, (laughs) I go back to Israel. You know, in the Bible, they had all these amazing things happen, and then you stiff-necked people, they get upset. <laughs> oh, manna, manna, manna. How about this? How about it's it's who we are as humans. Yeah. God blesses us and and we feel that amazing closeness. And then the world creeps into where we are. Yeah. And I think that's why we just got to keep going. We got to keep Absolutely. Keep praying, keep asking and keep saying, "Do I really need these shoes?" <laughs> I felt that. I so felt that. <laughs> I'm actually trying to ask myself that question every time I feel that urge. Do I need those shoes? Do I need that lipstick? But you're absolutely right. First of all, thank God for grace. Amen. And second of all, yes, keep praying because, you know, basically the question I heard from you is, is God enough? And, yeah, okay. Um, I just think we could just keep praying our way through that. And when you have a relationship with, God, mm-hmm. you just keep working and building that relationship. And that's that's the beauty of it. Even when 
we fall back into our sinful nature. Right. And we are. It, it doesn't change. Like right. I can sit here and say all day long, I've recognized that I am no different from the people I see on TV that I have judged. Mm-hmm. Mine just looks prettier and more put together. I can say that I recognize it and I'm not going to judge anymore. And I am a changed person. Right. But Tomorrow, I'm going to go out and I'm going to judge somebody else. Like, I already know my sinful heart. I already right. know my flaws. All I can do is pray and work on those things. Just like anybody else with any other sin you deal with, with any other thing you struggle with, and you have a relationship with Christ, all you can do is pray your way through it and thank God for His grace and love that He extends to us each and every day that we don't even have to work for because it has already been given to us. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. Today's podcast is made possible by the number one Amazon bestseller, Leadership Endurance by Brian Sanders. Inspiring and powerful leadership principles from the greatest leaders of all time, including Lincoln, Grant, Churchill, and FDR. Available now at briansandersauthor.com. Proceeds benefit your encouraging Spirit FM and the Positive Alternative Radio family of stations.